stages, pages, screens and more. On the Art of Everything with Bridget Masinga. Uh, it is indeed stages, pages, screens, and more. So happy uh, for an opportunity to catch up with an old friend, uh, really a man who needs no introduction to uh, South African audiences and African audiences at large. He's internationally renowned filmmaker and director. He's had an incredible uh, couple of years uh, that has been really the culmination of uh, close to two decades, if not two decades of work. Uh, I talk about none other than Akin Omotoso. I mean, I feel as if now, Akin, when one, you know, says hello to you, we've got to put all kinds of things before your name. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Bridget? How are you, my friend? (laughs) I'm fantastic. I mean, I, I I can't imagine what life is like for you now. Um, you know, you you moved to L.A., you've packed up the family, you now live in L.A., uh, you're in the heart of everything. You you call people like Ava Devonay by first name. <laughs> <I mean>, <laughs> <laughs> you, you hang out to Trevor Noah, you know, come on. <laughs> oh, man. No, well, th- well, thank you. Thank you, Bridget. And uh, I also wanted to say a great shout out to TK there. It's so great to hear that song again. And... Um, and obviously, like you say, remembering, remembering what what could have been, and, and and definitely what was. So so good good on you and keeping the memory alive. But you know you've been there you've been there throughout the journey, or at least at some point of the journey. And um, you know we do this because we love it, and you just always want to keep doing good work, you know. Absolutely. And I think that's always been that's always been what I've always aimed for, mm. and, and what I've always what I've always tried to do, you know, like try to do the best the best at where I was at, at the time, you know what I mean? Like mm. at the time. Mm. And, uh, and I know, and I know you, you've always been supportive and also we, you know, we've also crossed paths at different points. And so it, it, it it's all, it's all the journey, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It absolutely is all the journey. Uh, it is the voice of Akin Amatoso joining me on the line. Um, I mean, in recent years, I, you know, I allude to it, but really in, in recent years, the it's been the culmination of of many 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 years of putting in the hard work many years of being an independent filmmaker oftentimes doing films without even budgets i remember one of our earlier conversations i think i was still um at, at y at the time and we were talking and you were saying you know the the aim is to put out one film a year but when you're an independent filmmaker who sometimes has to even call on friends to come and do you favors and shoot you know across the night because they're working for you for free and it's a labor of love um when you sit back and you and you look at where that journey has taken you i mean what, what comes to mind for you as as a creator and as a person, you know, from where it began to, to where you are at now. I'm so, I'm so, uh, I'm just so thankful, you know, and just so grateful to all those people. And, 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 and you are one of those as well, who just believed because when, when people believe it also motivates you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think in our industry, everybody's very quick to, you know, quick to tell you no, or quick to put you down or quick to tell you that, you know, um, don't ever dream like that. Mm-hmm. And I guess for me, it was always to never listen to the no's, which is what I always encourage young people is like, everyone's going to tell you no. So you just mm-hmm. have to understand how you react to that no. And in my own case, just being surrounded by a lot of positive 
force of people who believed in what I wanted to do. So all and everybody, mm. I'm just always so thankful. And, and when I see anyone who along the way, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just grateful because there's another version of this that none of this works, that yeah. none of this, nothing is promised, you know, yeah. nothing is promised and nothing is guaranteed, especially in our industry. So all those times of just um, those nights or working with people or trying to raise the money or whatever it is, mm. it, it, it all, all was the journey. And it was always, I was always just very grateful and thankful that people believed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and what's it like for you? Um, you know, you, you've packed up the family, you've moved to LA, you, you're creating on the global stage. I mean, you were always creating on the global stage. I think sometimes we want to, we segregate, uh, you know, African creators uh, as if they're just creating for African audiences in our little corner of the world. Uh, but it, it, it's always been the global stage. It's just now it's magnified and you have access, um, you know, to, to, to resources and platforms and things that perhaps you, you didn't have 10, 15 years ago. Um, what, what's it like for you working within that environment uh, versus working within, you know, home base, what used to be home base a couple of years ago? Well, I think, I think the two are the, you know, the, nothing is separate because, mm. You don't, you know, if you think about Rise, I don't get Rise for Disney if I don't make Via, yeah. you know, in 2016. And so, and so for me, everything is always inter interlocked and interlaced. And also, like you say, I'd always wanted to make films, not just for our audiences, but for the global audience, because I think that African stories and African, you know, just realities and, 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 and stories were, are not just relevant to us, but should be enjoyed by everyone. And I always wanted to present the kaleidoscope of of all our stories, right, mm. to a, to our audiences and to a global audience, right. So that hasn't changed because that's 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 always what I've always wanted to do. Yeah. The difference is, as you say, the difference is it's it's on a much bigger level, and it's and 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 that in itself is a blessing. And 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 I and I and I don't take it for granted. And and I'm just like. Yeah, just so, so, so humbled and just very thankful. Uh, thankful comes up a lot in this conversation, but <laughs> it's, it's really hard. It's, it's really grateful because you make certain choices in life about the work. Mm. And so it's good when after 20 years or, mm. or, 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 you know, I've, I made my first short film when I was, was like 1997. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so from 1997 to 2022, it's been quite a quite a ride and so and so i always envisioned something like this and it was just about patience and working hard and like i say finding people who were there to prep you up in your darker days or when things didn't look like it was going to go your way mm. and um i'm just very thankful i'm thankful bridget yeah. very very I mean, being in a state of grace is a beautiful place to be, right? It's a state of gratitude uh, and, a, and a state of, of thankfulness. Is a, it's a, really, it's a beautiful place to be. Um, and I'm just looking at the time. I'm going to carry over our conversation to the other side of the hour. Um, and I think I'm going to, before I uh, bring Greg Host through with the news, I'm just going to say this. So there's a story I tell all the time when people try to figure out how you know, how seriously I take my work and, and especially in the last five, six years where I've really focused on 
having conversations with creatives and creating platforms where creatives can come and engage with myself, with each other and with, with audience. Um, and I always say, you know, I can release this movie via and my producer and I tracked this movie, Ayub, that you know very well. We tracked this movie from its inception. We pulled him out of its premiere in Canada so he can talk to us live on the night. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I was absolutely. like, and I was like, and at one point. He was nominated for a big deal award. And we said to him, Akeen, we've had two conversations about VIA because we are invested in this project. Now I'm coming to your house to see the movie. And I couldn't even come that night because I had a prior engagement. And a, and you wouldn't <laughs> let us like take your laptop and you know come watch the movie. You wanted us at your house. And then A was like, I can't believe you had me bootlegging Akeen's movie on the phone, <laughs> recording an hour of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you could watch it. <laughs> That's the first time oh, I'm confessing this to you that he bootlegged. No, the no, movie. it's all good. It's, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I love it. I love it. Oh, I mean, man. Uh, yeah. I love it. It's it's all good. <laughs> Let's take a look close with the news and then we come back with Akin Omotoso on the other side of this. This is the art of everything. It is indeed the art of everything as Greg Close wraps up the news. Bridget Masinga on the art of everything. Catching up with uh, the son of Africa, none other than Akin Omotoso joins me on the line. Now he's had an incredible run uh, over the last 25 years or so, having partnered in recent years with the Eva Devonese distribution arm Rai, and of course uh, invited to join the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Science, the Oscars Academy. Um, and most recently released Rise on Disney Plus, an original uh, Disney Plus production which is uh, closing off the uh, of course uh, the uh, film festival uh, Africa Rising International Film Festival on Sunday we were all halalaring this side no doubt you saw on Twitter uh, when we heard the news about you uh, joining the academy um, what an incredible honor wowzer such pressure are you, are you now watching a hundred <laughs> films a year in my mind i'm thinking you guys get boxes of all the films that are like released and then you just sit there in a yeah. dark room with the score <laughs> <laughs> well you get you get um <laughs> yeah i mean it is an incredible honor and uh and uh just just really really yeah again just like really cool and yes you do get to watch all the films and you vote Mm. So that's the that's the you know you 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 get you get involved in the voting. But what I love about it is, apart from the access to watching the films, is you get to meet obviously a lot of filmmakers mm. and uh, from across the world, and you get to interact with them. The academy also has a mentorship program, so you're a mentor to a young. Yeah, you know, I just I just signed up to mentor a young filmmaker who I'll be meeting in a few weeks, like and it. to have these incredible programs. Uh, not just for cinema in the U.S., but worldwide. So mm. it's it's just a great, great. Um, I mean, obviously the Oscars are the showcase, but mm. but a lot of the stuff that they do behind the scenes 
um, it's really, really appealing and just exciting to be a part of, you know? Mm, mm, mm. I've got to ask you, you've gone on record, uh, you know, over the years and you've cited that your inspiration, just speaking of, you know, mentoring and and obviously um, taking influence and and aspiration from other people. Um, You've cited over the years John Singleton, you know, the likes of Spike Lee, uh, Ernest Dickinson, uh, as being some of the influences, um, you know, on you as a young filmmaker coming up at the time and the kind of stories that they tell. Um, but then I'm wondering, Akeen, that, you know, like all art forms, filmmaking and storytelling evolves. Um, and and especially if it's centered around the black lived experience, right? Because as our lives evolve, so to do our stories. Yeah. Um, how has that sort yeah. of changed or influenced the way that you tell stories uh, and the kind of stories that you tell now? Well, I think I think those filmmakers still are um, very important to me because they, you know, along with along with Spike, you can add um, Julie Dash there mm. with Daughters of the Dust and all the stuff. A lot of the the sort of um, you know that 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 wave of the '90s when we when I started thinking about becoming a filmmaker. So all those filmmakers, especially in the African American space or in the African space, mm. were very crucial to. Firstly, permission that you can tell your own, sto- you know what I mean? Like, you just know you can tell your own story. So, mm. um, you know, when, when I watch you do the right thing, I was like, oh, I want to make films like this. Or you watch Julie Dash, Daughters of the Dust, you're like, mm. ah, this is really, really beautiful cinematography and the way Julie tells that story. So I still carry all those things with me today. But obviously, as a filmmaker, you you develop your own style or your own language and you develop the themes that that you feel like okay this is the space that i feel like i want to play but mm. all those filmmakers you've mentioned and i've mentioned i've added judy uh, julie as well and and so many others they continue to influence me because they were the they for me were the that was the benchmark you know what i mean like yeah. that was the that was where you wanted to that's where you wanted to hit and uh, and then obviously in later years filmmakers like andrew dosumu mm. or ava ava duvernay and everything ava has done it's like it's just like yeah, uh, I, this is inspiring, and you know, and and the fact that also the South African movie industry, when you've been around as long as I have, mm. you've watched it grow, right? So you so you watch other filmmakers continue to do well, and 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 so I say all this to say that I get inspired by everything that's happening. Yeah, and on a personal front, those heroes of mine, heroes of mine, and everyone, mm. they continue to be beacons of light for me because they were so inspiring and what they did continues to give me a pulse, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, as you speak about the industry growing, you know, both within South African borders and of course, continentally, just broadly, um, because you are really an African filmmaker. Anyone who knows you obviously knows that you are a global citizen, uh, you know, born to Nigerian par- parents, Nigerian, uh, but chose to live out your adult years here. And 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 when one watches the industries on this continent, you see that evolution and you see that growth. But also I'm finding that filmmakers and storytellers now are really repositioning what the African story is. And and they they're telling so many different layers and nuanced layers of that story. And it's no longer through a Eurocentric gaze, right? Like it, it, it's really just yeah. it's a fascinating yeah. time to watch filmmakers do what they do and also see the kind of stories that they're unearthing yeah and i would say i would even add 
the stories because you know the, the, the all the industries the the north african industry the west african industries the the east african and the south african industry have all been around in terms of cinema and storytelling mm. the difference was access to watch these films mm. and access because those earlier those earlier filmmakers you know the money wasn't necessarily there in mm. the way in which they needed it you know mm. whereas now you have a more you know more parity in just in terms of people can access the content people can you can you can you know what i'm saying so yeah. we're living in a time where i've always said the stories have always been there is that people just didn't have a place where they could watch them yeah. now you have a place now you have places where you could potentially watch them and now you see as you say voices that are, are being allowed to sing without necessarily you know mm. a lot of those earlier filmmakers could only access money from european donors and those european donors had very stringent conditions on which you got the money so that affected yeah. certain the stories you know what i mean if you went that route so yeah it's it's a really beautiful time it really is before i let you go we got to talk about rise um you know uh, yet another yes. incredible incredible movie that you've done uh, you've been entrusted with telling this, and I watched the interview with you and and Trevor, and and Trevor touched it so touched on it so beautifully in his opener when he said, you know, when he heard that the story was being told, he thought, well, who would be best placed to direct this film? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and it makes complete sense, you know. And and for me, I'm wondering, is is Rise because it touches on really the. The sort of the the what the heartbeat of who Akin is, you know, you are this global citizen, you are the son of Africa, yes. the, this, <laughs> this this international migrant, um, <laughs> but at the same time, you also like this renowned <laughs> storyteller who loves to tell authentic stories, likes to tell authentic African stories, but also you just really are freakishly enthusiastic about basketball anyone who knows you knows this so, <laughs> was this your favorite story to tell of all the stories man it was i like how you yeah yeah it's like it was it was it was all those things and even more bridget was that i had i had imagined telling Giannis's story from the day i first heard Giannis's story mm. which was when he was drafted the first time in yeah. 20 when he was drafted in 2013, I remember hearing that story and I remember saying to myself, if ever I could make a basketball movie, mm. it would be Giannis's story I'd want to tell because it's, it's, it's not just about basketball. It's about us. It's about Africans in the diaspora. It's all those things. And so I put that into the universe, not knowing I'd put it into the universe in 2013. And basically 2019, I see an article in Sports Illustrated magazine where it says Disney is making a movie of his life. Yeah. And I say to my agent, whatever you do, you have to get me in that room so I can I just I, I just want I just want to tell them how I would make this film. And I kept that magazine Bridget by my bedside the whole time. Yeah. I'd wake up in the morning and look at that magazine and I, I said this magazine is not going anywhere <laughs> till I know they've got another director for that project. It took them a year. Then my agent was like, okay, they watched Via, so they want to meet you. Mm. And I went into that meeting, Bridget, and I had nothing to lose. I had everything to gain. And I just spoke from the heart mm. as to how I would tell that story. And that magazine, 
you know, we I got the job the same night that um, Giannis won his second MVP. Oh, wow. We shot the film in Greece. We wrapped on the Monday. The Bucks won the championship on the Tuesday. And the night before the premiere, Giannis signed my magazine oh, that I wow. kept by my bedside all the time. <laughs> it, it was always about the magazine. <laughs> and so... Because that's where it started from. Like, yeah. I read that article in that magazine. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it was a story I always wanted to tell. Mm. And I was just so thankful that the forces of the world, the film gods or, or, or everyone conspired to make sure that that happened. So every day for me on set mm. was a joy because this was a story I'd always wanted to tell. And um, I never thought I would get to tell it. So the fact that I was telling it is great. And the fact that it's the closing night film at Arif is great. Mm -hmm. And I hope everyone comes out, enjoys the film because it was made with love. And um, yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely go out and enjoy it. And I think it's also a beautiful example, both for you and Yanis and his family of, um, you know, preparation meeting opportunity. You, you know what I mean? Um, and you call it universe conspiring, and I guess that's exactly what it is. It's it's the energies all recognizing each other in that moment in time um, to say what will be of authentic greatness and alignment for all of us to bring out the best in each other. And I think that's what it's about. And and you about authentic storytelling, um, and no better person better suited to tell the story of of this immigrant family who literally are living out every African family's dream. Absolutely. And what a beautiful family. Just a beautiful story and how they welcomed how they welcomed me in and, and the team and just Bridget, it was it was it was really it was it was an amazing, amazing experience. And uh and Disney was amazing. It was just I you couldn't make it up, you know? Yeah. It was just amazing. Akin Omotoso, as always, it's such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for carving up the time. Much appreciated. Look forward always, to seeing... Always, always, Bridget. Thank you for your support. No, anytime. Any, anytime at all. Uh, that was Akin Omotoso. is a internationally renowned. We have to say these things now. Our filmmaker and director, Rise, is going to close off the uh, Arif Film Festival, which is, uh, of course, the Africa uh, Rising International Film Festival, which is happening this weekend. Uh, Rise closes it off on a Sunday if uh, you want to go through and uh, check out the film. There's lots of incredible films, uh, you know, curated for your enjoyment this year by by African uh, filmmakers and filmmakers from the diaspora telling incredible stories about us, for us and by us. So definitely want to go and check out